So Instagram has been implicated in a Wall Street Journal investigation. It's an exclusive investigation they've published recently into child trafficking being conducted on Meta's services. This is going to be a pretty dark segment, I'm afraid to report, but we're going to have to look at some of this stuff. And I'm going to allow Meta a little bit of leeway on why some of this stuff is impossible to play whack-a-mole with, but then also some of their other efforts into what they're policing on their platform demonstrates that they have the will to crack down on certain stuff that is far less egregious than child exploitation materials, but they have chosen not to. So apologies, it's going to be a bit intense, but this is a very important topic to talk about. Uh, speaking of institutions that corrupt and exploit children, if you would like to pay us £5 a month to keep all of our content going, if keep the lights on and you'll access our, our premium content, you can get podcasts such as this where Josh and I went through the data on daycare and how it is going to be a demographic time bomb that's going to destroy the West because in early childhood experiences, it engenders adverse relationship formation patterns that mean throughout life, kids are more susceptible to um, anxiety disorders, attachment disorders, and how this is only going to get worse because the government continually sponsors childcare under the idea that Biden says where they're not just your children, they're everybody's children. And unfortunately, some people on Instagram have that same mentality. If so, there's one person I don't want claiming my children, it's Joe Biden. Yeah. So this is the Wall Street Journal report, and I'm going to go through some of the findings on this. It's going to be a fair bit of reading, but strap yourselves in. So the following investigation was a collaboration by the Wall Street Journal and researchers at Stanford University and the University of Massachusetts Amherst. The method was that they tested, set up test accounts by researchers and they viewed a single account in the network and they were immediately hit with suggested for you recommendations in Instagram's algorithm, which feeds you more of what you want to see, of purported child sex content sellers and buyers, as well as accounts linking to off-platform content trading sites. So dark web websites that were saying we can supply you with child sexual exploitation materials or access to the children themselves. Following just a handful of these recommendations was enough to flood a test account with content that has sexualized children. The Stanford Internet Observatory used hashtags associated with underage sex to find 405 sellers of what researchers labeled self-generated child sexual material, or accounts purportedly run by children themselves, so either children who have been given unsupervised access to the internet that are putting photos of themselves online. Which is always a terrible idea in the first place. Or adults posing as the children, exploiting children, selling them to other predators. Which is evil. Uh, saying they were as young as 12. According to data gathered via Mal Maltego, a network mapping software, 112 of those seller accounts collectively have 22,000 unique followers. So this is pretty sizable industry that has just been allowed to go on unchecked. This is a, a very sad thing that seems to happen quite frequently with all social media platforms because, of course, before Elon came in, it was a big thing with Twitter mm. as well. Um, I don't know how similar it is to what was going on here with Instagram. I guess we'll find out. Uh, but it does seem to be just a big blind spot a lot of these social media companies have trouble dealing with. So with the Twitter example, the strange thing, and I was going to mention it a little bit later, but... The, the strange thing with Twitter is that at the top, the executives of Twitter had voiced political opinions that might be more acceptable of sexualizing children. We do remember Yoel Roth had his PhD thesis, yes. which said that children should be allowed to use gay hookup app Grinder. I would, of course, not allege that Mr. Roth had deliberately 
avoided policing that content on his platform, but it's just a strange thing to say. I think with Meta, this is more of a infrastructure issue mm. of where they've outsourced a lot of their duties to police content on the platform to automated or automated algorithms rather than human content reviewers for reasons I'll get into later because they lost a lot of money doing it that way before. So it may be an instance of them being afraid to be sued by human content moderators and that's allowing this content to fall through the cracks. Oh, right. So the researchers found that Instagram had enabled people to search explicit hashtags such as, and I'm sorry that I'm going to have to read these out, warning, hashtag pedo whore and hashtag preteen sex and connected them to accounts that use the terms to advertise child sex material that was going on sale. You'd think it would be very easy to, to police something like that, yeah. Algorithmically to just say, okay, if a hashtag includes these kinds of words or these kinds of letters in sequence, just take care of it. Yeah. And again, you're going to be playing whack-a-mole endlessly because they're going to start substituting certain letters for numbers or characters. But it's better to do that than just allow it to exist on the platform unabated because kids are being harmed measurably here and predators are getting their rocks off. The Instagram accounts offering to sell this illicit material generally don't publish it openly and instead post menus of content. Certain accounts invite buyers to commission specific acts like it's some form of underage OnlyFans. And again, we know that OnlyFans had underage members on that and, and nothing, no action's yeah. been taken against them either. Some menus include prices for videos of children harming themselves and imagery of the minors performing sexual acts with animals, according to the Stanford Internet Observatory. At the right price, children are available in person for quote-unquote meetups. Current and former Meta employees who have worked on Instagram child safety initiatives estimate the number of accounts that exist primarily to follow content like this is in the high hundreds of thousands, if not millions. A Meta spokesperson said the company actively seeks to remove such users, taking down 490,000 accounts for violating child safety policies this January alone. In one month, nearly half a million accounts were taken down. I understand it's difficult, but again, you've taken no action to ban these specific hashtags with which the material is being used to be traded. So, really big holes in your strategy here. I can, the only silver lining that I could even remotely fathom in this is that I hope that a few of these might be catfish accounts run by uh, policing services, uh, federal agencies to try to catch predators. That's the only thing that I could think maybe. But if they're generating the material using yeah. actual... Uh, either, either way, it's pretty horrible. Yeah, it's it's horrendous. Instagram said its internal statistics show that users see child exploitation in less than 1 in 10,000 posts. Okay, that's still really high. I under, Again, I understand it's really difficult to have on the platform, but 1 in 10,000 for a platform that also, remind you, isn't allowed to post pornographic content... And there are some adverts which skirt the lines. There are some posts which skirt the lines from adults. Insta I understand Instagram that. is um, um, it's soft pornographic material, a lot of it. But Twitter is allowing users to post actual pornographic material, and yet it has a better handle on child exploitation material in the Elon regime than Meta does. So what's going wrong here? In 2022, the non-profit the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children received 31.9 million reports of child pornography, mostly from internet companies, up 47% from two years earlier. So it seems that under lockdown, where certain children were at home with their parents a lot more, they were more liable to exploitation. We heard reports of this from the UK social services that said we weren't allowed to visit people because they were using COVID quarantine as an excuse to not have check-ins. 
and some children were abused or died under those conditions. I wouldn't be shocked if there are similar instances happening here with kids trapped at home with abusive parents because they have nowhere else to go and schools are shut and services are, are discontinued. Meta accounted for 85% of the child pornography reports filed to the centre, including some 5 million from Instagram. And Meta are aware of the content of these hashtags because it says Instagram has permitted users to search for terms that its own algorithms know may be associated with illegal material. Because when you search for those hashtags that I wrote, read out earlier, a pop-up screen comes up and it warns users that these results may contain images of child sexual abuse. They know they're associated with it and yet they haven't banned it. They just warn you, uh, you might need to see some naked kids here. Do you want to click continue? If you click continue, yes then you can go to the corners of the internet that trade children for sexual abuse purposes. Why is there a warning? Why aren't, why aren't these just gone? There's no excuse here. They are offered two options for users, get resources or see results anyway. In response to questions from the journal, Instagram removed the option for users to view search terms for search results for terms likely to produce illegal images. The company declined to say why it had ever offered the option in the first place. Whereas Musk's attempts to clean up Twitter are comparably working. So the Stanford team that I mentioned earlier mm. found 128 accounts offering to sell child sex abuse materials on Twitter, less than a third of the number they found on Instagram, which has a far larger overall user base than Twitter. Twitter didn't recommend accounts to the same degree as Instagram and took them down far more quickly. And bear in mind, this is after in 2021. Mm. Twitter's trust and safety team were alerted by a victim of child trafficking about three or four years after a video had been recorded of him being raped, that the video was still on the platform and it had been re reviewed hundreds of thousands of times. And Twitter said it does not violate our sexual content policy. So they had to get sued for that to be taken down. And so the sad fact of the matter is with any social media company, the possibility of this happening is pretty certain. Yeah. If, if you're running it, creeps will find it. Creeps will try and find ways to exploit it. It's how you respond to it. Uh, of course, as with everything Elon Musk has done on Twitter, I'm sure that his response to this has not been perfect, but it seems that Instagram has barely made an attempt at all. Well, they, again, they knew it existed. They let you access it anyway. And it's, it's not like a speech issue that they were far harder on before. They've censored people for hate speech, but they know child sexual exploitation material exists on their platform and they just do an age verification check or do you want to see this check? Whereas it's always illegal in pretty much every territory you could see of. How, how are Instagram not complicit in distribution here? How are they not going to face any kind of legislative or financial consequences for knowingly allowing the distribution of child sexual exploitation material on their platform? Putting up the warning means you know about it. It's, it's not like you're in an eternal crusade where some of the predators might be able to misuse your platform. They knew it was on there and took no action. And they don't want to answer questions about it. I, it's it's just unfathomable to me. I, I know I'm beating the dead horse here, but uh, anyway. In response to questions from the journal, Meta acknowledged problems with its enforcement operations and said it has set up an internal task force to address the issues raised. Child exploitation is a horrific crime, the company said, adding, we're continuously investigating ways to actively defend against this behaviour. Meta said in the past two years, it had taken down 27 paedophile networks, that's a good start, and is planning more removals. Since receiving the journal queries, the platform said it had blocked thousands more hashtags that sexualize children, millions of posts, and restricted its systems from recommending users search terms known to be associated associated with child sexual abuse. Alex Stamos, the head of the Stanford in uh, Internet Observatory, 
and Meta's chief security officer until 2018, so he has some insider knowledge there, told the journal Meta's outsourcing of their moderation duties to automated systems meant lots of these hashtags and child exploitation materials overlooked and left up on the platform. So not only did they know that this material existed and added a warning, but they've overlooked the human element here. They've not subjected some of their human moderators to this material, and they've outsourced it to AI algorithms which aren't catching the stuff. And one of the reasons they've done this is quite a while ago, they got sued for $52 million by some of their human moderators mm. over PTSD because some of the material that they saw was horrific. Gave them traumatic uh, stress yeah. disorder. And so this is why I opened with the preface. I'm somewhat sympathetic to some of the engineers inside Meta that are trying to deal with this problem because they've got a counterbalance. Okay, do we want to subject humans to this material? Because even though they might be more accurate at getting rid of it, they might be traumatized enough, one, to sue the company into the mm. dirt, and that's going to be unavoidable. And two, it's going to screw up their lives seeing all of this horrific material on a daily it's basis. It's a pretty horrible example, but it does remind me somewhat of, uh, this is a, a musical example. Did you ever hear of the singer Ian Watkins of no, Lost Prophets? Um, he's a scumbag who is rightfully in prison right now. Shall we say that back in 2013, 2012, 2013, he was arrested after it was found that he had convinced some, uh, well, Vulnerable fans, um, I, I, I don't want to call uh, describe them in such sympathetic terms after what they did, but he convinced some vulnerable uh, fans to allow him to do certain things with their infant children uh, that was caught on camera and webcam. And during the trial where he got 35 years for it, I think 35 is going getting it lightly, but that's the English justice system for you. Bring back capital punishment. Um the jury was shown the footage of what oh. had happened to help them with their deliberations when they were deciding on whether he was innocent or guilty. And they had to be given some form of post-traumatic stress therapy after they were shown it because of how horrific the imagery was. It is understandable that the human cost is terrible when you're trying to fight this thing as well for the people who are involved in it, just because of the fact that it is like the Nisha quote. It's, you know, you stare into the abyss and the abyss stares back at you. It's awful to have to take part in this sort of thing. But at the same time, sacrifices have to be made if you want to be able to police this kind of material. Yeah, and, and this is also the issue. Of course, human moderators are never going to be infallible, but AI algorithms, if there are gaps in the code, they're going to start overlooking this material and allow it to proliferate on the platforms. And it leads to instances like this, where Instagram becomes a global child trafficking hub. And I don't think that's an exaggeration, particularly when they knew it was going on and only issued a token warning that allowed you to access the material anyway. I do want to be clear as well. I doubt that this is anything that Mark Zuckerberg wants for his platforms no. either. No, I wouldn't. No, I'm, I, and I'm I would not never a, say that. And I'm not a fanboy for Mark Zuckerberg or anything. But And we make jokes that he's a cyborg or a lizard person or something. Yeah. But I do think he has enough humanity to recognize the absolute monstrous nature of this. Well, he has his own kids, and I'm sure that as a dad, it hits particularly close to home, the fact that this material is existing on his platform, despite never wanting it to. And I don't know if this would have even reached his ears to an executive level. Yeah, this, this is true. This is just something for some team, trust and safety or whatever that's currently siloed. But just some details from this lawsuit, and you can understand why they might be 
a bit discouraged from employing people to go through and remove this material. In 2022, Meta had paid $52 million in settlements to moderators who had suffered PTSD from their exposure to, quote, posts depicting acts of suicide, murder, child abuse, and other disturbing content. As a result of the case, every content moderator who has worked for Facebook since 2015 will receive at least $1,000. In addition, any worker who has a diagnosis of PTSD from work is eligible to receive up to $50,000 in damages. Erin Elder, who was assigned to a child abuse review team, was working as a content moderator at Facebook when she realized she needed help. She appealed to her manager to see a counselor to help cope after reviewing a disturbing post, footage of a teenage girl being raped by a group of men in the middle of a field. The manager did not have an answer, she said. About a week later, she was told there was a counselor available to her to- for-, for her to talk to once every three months. It was clear we needed more support than we were receiving, Elder said. So I sympathize with the meta team here. But also, as you said, the fact that the algorithms aren't up to scratch means lots of this material is going to fall through the gaps. And the journal points out in its article, there's basically no excuse for Meta not to go on a crusade against this stuff because Mm. Meta has done this sort of work in the past, censoring things, to suppress account networks it deems harmful, such as with accounts promoting election delegitimization in the US. There you go. They're able to provide uh, censorship services where they think is necessary, which means that either they were so focused on the election stuff that they let this slip to the wayside, or this was never something that was a priority for them in the first place, which if you are running some kind of social media network, you need to be aware that this can happen, this will happen, and you need to have contingency plans in place to prevent it from happening. Exactly. There was a, I didn't get the article up, but the New York Post reported quite a while ago that I, I covered in a segment, I think, on Biden's Patriot Act 2.0, where Facebook handed over to the FBI millions of unfiltered messages that related to January 6th or the 2020 election that were seen with a conservative bias without any kind of legal injunction to do so. They, they had no mandate. They were just working with the FBI and said, here's a giant info dump of all these messages. See if you can find anyone from January 6th from mm-hmm. that. So a perfectly transparent to get people on a trespassing charge when they were let into the Capitol by police but they aren't cracking down on child sexual exploitation material and actual children being trafficked on their platform. I don't really have any good news to report here other than, one, don't let your kids access Instagram. Uh, Two, there should be some kind of legal consequence for the people that allowed this to go on on their watch with only a warning. And three, social media platforms need to do a much better job at preventing the exploitation of children. If you appreciated that segment from the podcast The Lotus Eaters, you can go to lotuseaters.com to get access to all the premium contents on the site, such as the Brokenomics series, this episode on rent controls. And if you'd like to find out what else is being put out, you can follow on Getter at lotuseaters underscore com on Getter. Thank you and goodbye.